Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the pre-production meeting. I am your co-host, Josh Urquhart, and I am here back again with... Austin Scott, he's back. Woo! Oh. Austin, Austin, Austin. Oh, by the way, this is episode 19. Welcome yes. back. That means it's week 19 and pre-production of our two films. That's what this podcast is about. Austin, welcome back, my friend. It was a, You had a bit of a hiatus last I'm, week. I'm, I'm glad to be back. It's good to be back. How are you feeling? Better. <coughs> lots, what happened? Lots better. Why so, weren't you here? Oh, I just kissed the microphone. Um, <laughs> Kate Riley Reed. Um, oh. Um, <laughs> what happened last week, Last Austin? week... Um, so two weeks ago, I sustained an injury. A career-ending injury. Was that correct? No, because oh. I'm playing again tonight. Oh, but right. um, I <laughs> hope my physio doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but um, essentially what I did, and mm. it's going to be difficult for people mm. to um, picture this, but I dislocated the muscles on my sternum. And right. how I did that was like I copped such a hit <laughs> That like my left side of my body and everything jammed into my rib cage, which then yeah. pushed up, which mm. then forced the muscles to sort of like, boop, like bow, yeah, bow a bit. That and doesn't so sound good, man. Dislocated out and then popped mm. back in, and then um, yeah, the adrenaline of the moment, I was like, oh, I can still play, and then it wore off, and then I instantly thought I was going to throw up, and I was like, oh, I cannot play anymore. Shit. He also stepped on my foot as well, and my foot's all bruised up but um did your team win at least no we got smoked oh and really? then the thing was it was the first time that we into the wound <laughs> it was the first time we actually had like a couple of subs so we were mm. gassed about it but then i had to leave which then left oh, them with only one no and i was like i'm so sorry but i've got to go and then i went home and then throughout the night was like i need to go to hospital went to hospital like got x-rays yeah. nothing was broken i was like yeah. sweet this is going to heal on its own but it was a week of excruciating pain shit and um we're getting better we're, we're getting better um yeah and like i'm gonna test its maximum tonight yeah see, nice well at see least i can get back to it but bro, that's why i wasn't here last week thank god that didn't happen next week because next week austin oh next week's the big show it's the big show it's filming date how how are you feeling i'm feeling great because as you mentioned just then it's nine it's episode 19 which means yeah. 19 weeks of pre-production right yep yep and then on the 20th week Oh, production. That's true. Me, I didn't think that personally. But you did, if you account, you still had weeks of pre production. If you count you creating the script like earlier in uni. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. So realistically, it's been two years and 20. Weeks. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, but officially, this 20 weeks yeah. of pre production, official pre production. Um, and we have made it to filming date, which is next week. So does it feel real for you yet? Not yet. Because, yeah, man, especially in your first one, it doesn't really feel, it doesn't even feel real even when you finished it. You can't, I can't picture it happening just because it's so new. As I've said before, like, but everything's real. It is going to happen. And, yeah, I'm just excited for it. Are you happy at the point that you are? Because there's not really much else you can do. Do you there's feel not, prepared at yeah, least? Yeah, no, no. There's, there's like little things I need to um, get my head around and organize. Um, just in terms of like plan of action on the day and yep, yep. beforehand and stuff like that. Mm. But once that's done, everything's ticked off and then we just stroll into day one of one. And uh, <laughs> Are you excited or scared? I'm, you know what? I heard a really good quote on the way to Tell us, work in, today. Tell us, enlighten us. Oh, I'm going to butcher it. But mm. it's like, I'm 99% excited, but 1% anxious. Or maybe it's the other way around. I don't care. Ooh. But like, I'm excited kind of deal. Of I probably butchered it, but it's from no, the no, movie no, no, Armageddon. But um, 
<laughs> because that's the thing. On the other side of excitement is anxiety because of, of how like the, the other want side it to of go well. exactly. You want it to go well, mm. but um, no, I'm fully fully confident in the team that we've assembled. Yeah, I was going to say to yeah. achieve the goal, and mm. just the thought of like this group of people coming together for. A, thought of mine is yeah. something I will cherish forever. Like this is a moment I'm going to hold close to my heart for my life. Um, I'm excited for it's, you, man. It's going to be gone. It's going to be gone. I'm excited and I'm also excited because this time I'm producer so I can just sit back and watch everything <laughs> happen because all my work has been in pre-production. Exactly right. Exactly <laughs> so right. So I'm just excited to see how, you know, I got, uh, I know I mentioned it on the podcast last week, but I saw you during blocking in your little director's, um, <laughs> director's cap on for the first time. And when I saw that, I'm like, Mate, you've got this. Yes. 100%. You've got this. You seem onto it. Cooper seems onto it. The team seems onto it. Are you happy with how the team have completed their 100%. roles and requirements? I, 100% I am. We, everybody's worked above and beyond, and yeah. it's beyond anything I could ever imagine. And <coughs> yeah, it's just the thing is, is like I'm jumping the gun a bit, but I'm already thinking about, you know, people seeing it and stuff like that. And I'm yeah. just like, to see my name. Like mm. on something and all the crew that have helped as well. It's surreal. It's honestly, I can't describe it. It's just like the thought of it excites me. Like what what part mostly excites you? Like what's the part you're excited for the most in the weeks to come, months to come? Oh, I think I'm just excited to see it all come together. Yeah. Like all the hard work that everybody's put in to the final product is like something <coughs> that I'm like, we did it everybody. Like this is this is what everyone has to show for all their hard work and yeah. their 1% put in kind of thing. Like it's... You're going to get there, my friend. There's still a long way to go. Still we still have way. the oh. tiny little hurdle of um, uh, animation. You know, the otherworldly... <laughs> Literally. So we, we'll deal with that when it comes to it. But Definitely. Because filming date's next week, we're actually going to take a break next week. So there's going to be no podcast next week, um, you know, for obvious reasons. And um, we'll be back the following week. Um, no. We won't be back the following week because I am away. <laughs> I am traveling overseas to the world of Indonesia, um, to Bali. Um, so that's exciting. Um, it's delicious. it's full on for me, man, because I have work next week, and then the day that work finishes, the day after, we're bumping in. Yep, like we're doing everything on that day beforehand, getting all the PD ready, testing equipment, lighting, and stuff like that. And then the day after that is filming. <coughs> then so. a couple of days after that, after do the last minute things to get ready for Bali and three days later. So we film the 25th on the 28th, I fly out, which is, um, yeah, see ya. <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be good. It's full on a uh, couple of weeks. And then, you know, we have, have some time to relax after the set. And then when I get back, we get straight into, oh, I think, you know, we still do the podcast throughout December, but we'll take it easy. And then January as we kick back into gear, hopefully maybe throughout December, we can get a few things done in post-production. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but in terms of animation, we'll definitely um, action that mostly in the well, new year. Straight into the new year. It's going to be like <coughs> as full on as pre-production was for this shoot. Exactly. Cause it's, it's temporary. Like, the way I like to break up Stain, I forgot that we announced yep, it. I was yep, like, do yep. I say it? Mm -hmm. um, the way that we've broken up Stain is the live action and the animation. And then yeah. the thing is, is like we were stressing about animation and all that kind of stuff way too <coughs> early. Yep. And then I thought to myself, let's just break it up into blocks. Let's just focus on the real yep. and what we can control. Exactly. And that's what we've done. So we've done this, it. Is a this, is, <coughs> this is phase one of a two-phase plan. And, uh, <laughs> okay, you know, Kevin Feige. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, so... Yeah, in the new year, the second phase will kick off. And Amazing. It's going to be – like, I'm excited. Like, because I kind of have my head wrapped around how 
workflows, although animations are yeah. a whole new world, but like, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. it's exciting to get started yeah. again. But you <coughs> and know. we want to be in film festivals by the end of next year, definitely, definitely premiere even before then. Um, but I'll Absolutely. tell you what, man. Like I've I got in, super inspired throughout last week for not only your film but my film because that tends to happen when I watch movies that inspire me, um, which leads us into this uh, next segment: movie that has inspired me throughout the week. Which uh, I know you're, I know your scene as well is. Uh, we're going to be talking about Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. What a film! What a fi- and this is going to be non-spoilery, film. so for you guys, you don't have to stress about it. Um, but holy shit! Um, yeah, man. Look, let's take it away. I feel like. Do you want me to go first? Go first, first, bro. Go All first. Right. All right. Yeah. So, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever this week, man. I was looking forward to it, and it's funny because I see all superhero movies, and I've done this ever since Year Seven with one mate of mine, right? Shout out Mitch. He doesn't listen, but shout out anyway. Um, And I've seen every superhero movie, Marvel, DC, (coughs) Sony, um, with him (laughs) since 2013, since year seven when we became mates. Um, It's kind of what's, you know, it gives us an excuse to catch up here and there because we're in totally opposite groups, but we've only ever missed two movies throughout that seven, eight, nine years of being friends, right? I think seven, eight, nine. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, nine years of being mates. We missed Guardians of the Galaxy 2 for some reason. I think he was away or something like that and yep. you know, just our schedules didn't line up. And we missed Wonder Woman. I think that was on purpose. But, uh, but this is 1984. Oh, not, the second not, one. Yeah, the yeah. second one. I was going to say the first one. first yeah. one's Grouse, as you would say. Grouse, um, the Mickey Mouse. Yeah, but yeah, we missed 84. But So once in a blue moon, we miss a movie. Um, and we actually, our schedules didn't line up for this one, unfortunately. Unfortunately, um, but it's all right. I saw it with my other good mate, uh, Ryan. Shout out, Ryan. If you want to buy a house, sell a house. He's a, uh, you know, Murdoch Lee real estate agent. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so I saw it with him and man, holy shit. It was, um, it was crazy when I hit him up to go see it. Cause all my mates know that I only ever see these movies with Mitch. Right. Yep. And when I, uh, when I asked him, he's like, you're kidding me. He's like, mm-hmm. I am honored because he knows <laughs> they know they learn a couple of years ago, never to ask me to see this movie when uh, it's coming yep. out. Um, because they know I see it with Mitch, but I saw it with him and you know, we watch all the Marvel TV shows together. So it was good to have another Marvel fan. Um, but dude, wow. What a movie. 100%. Um, I do have some criticisms, criticisms with it, but overall, man, it was, it was, um, you know how I like to say this, this is the best Marvel film since Endgame. Um, and I say, I mean that over Spider-Man because Spider-Man No Way Home was a spectacle. This was a film. Yes, 100%. <laughs> this was a film, it bro. It definitely was. This was a movie. And, you know, I know you got, you've touched on this as well, but the other difference of, um, you know, in Endgame where you had the experience of people up in the airs screaming, cheering, is as powerful as what happened in this movie where everybody was dead silent. That was exactly what I was going <coughs> to say. Like that was, for me, I was sitting there going, this is that level Dude, of like, like, I wasn't hyped. Mm. Like, yes, it was hyped because of like the respect and everything like that. But the, just the, the thought that like everybody was just like, yeah, we'll give you a minute. Dude, so I um, like guess goosebumps yeah. thinking about it. Beth started crying. Like, yeah, I oh. teared up a couple of times. Oh. I, I, I would have cried, but I had my annoying cough throughout the movie. So, <laughs> oh, you were that guy. <laughs> yeah, dude, guy. it was <laughs> fucked. But Shut it's 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 it's, it's alright. We um we trudged through, and um I still fucking thoroughly enjoyed it, man. Like, like especially that. Oh wait, this is not really a spoiler because but the opening credit roll, you know, the Marvel scroll. 
um, just complete silence and the tribute to Chadwick Boseman. The fact that that was all Chadwick. Oh man, I was I even like and I was like, oh, that's I think such that's a good, that good touch hits harder yep. than you know that hits equally as hard as Tony Stark's death. I reckon, mm, yep. because yeah, it, it, it's um the silence, man, and that kind of seeps into the whole script, and you know the way this was written, um, it was written as a tribute, man, and you can you can sense in the performances, but mostly the writing, how Ryan Coogler directed it, that this uh, it truly felt like a tribute, just. In the way, in the words, the the word choices that people are saying, it felt like the characters were speaking of their real life kind of um, experiences of yep. mourning, anger, you know, all these different emotions that come along with death. Um, and you could really sense that in the performances, especially Letitia Wright, you know, oh. um, Angela Bassett. Can I just say these are the best performances we've ever had in a Marvel movie? 100%. <coughs> like by far, like They're Oscar worthy. Definitely. That's what, that's, like, that's in my review. Yeah. Angela Bassett. What Ooh. the fuck? Out of fucking nowhere, bro. Like incredible. But you can really tell that it is written like through the lenses of these guys' experiences with Chadwick and that makes this even more impactful and i know it's terrible circumstances but they do say the best films are the most personal ones yep, and the ones you can draw from real life experiences and you know when shuri is saying this and that it truly feels like that is how letitia wright felt in that moment 100 like why didn't you tell me because chadwick was you know silent throughout his diagnosis didn't really tell anyone it's mm -hmm. like you can feel the pain in these people, um, you know, these actors and actresses, and um, it, it, it spoke volumes of how Chad, how much Chadwick melt, uh, uh, meant to all these people, the crew and cast. Could well, you feel that as well? 100%. And I dial it all back to um, the Comic-Con panel, the yeah. San, San Diego Comic-Con. That's the big one, right? Yep. San Diego Comic-Con when they announced Black Panther 1 and Chadwick, all of them, Letitia Wright, Winston Duke, all of them are jumping around the stage because they're mm. so excited to bring Wakanda to the big screen and yeah. everything like that. And the um, the what's the word I'm looking for? The culture and everything yeah. like that and stuff like. That. And that was mesmerizing to mm. see. Black Panther two gets announced at San Diego Comic Con, and everybody <laughs> is silent, and everybody just knows that this film is for Chadwick. Like, dude, it, Chadwick's legacy as Black Panther will live forever. I'm so glad they didn't recast him. Me too. Like, I'm. I'm glad they went the way they did. Yeah, especially we won't get into spoilers. No, but definitely not. The ending, yeah. But oh, I'm just getting goosebumps now because um, the the character arc is so satisfying. I so much character development. Oh, so for, much like for each and every person in that film. Definitely the um, I like to compare it to No Way Home as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. Peter Parker and Shuri yeah. have the two best character arcs in the of MCU history. Kind of like they're both going down a road of vengeance. Exactly right. Yeah. And I, I left after that screening. I said to Beth and her sister and her boyfriend, I said, that character arc is, the, is on par with No Way Home. Mm. Like, like I just said, Peter Parker and Shuri have the best character arcs in the MCU. Dude. Two days later... I then see a report of Spider-Man and Shuri character arcs yeah. and a whole article on what I said. Not saying it was because <coughs> I said it, that article was written, but I was like, I, I'm glad that that's being talked about because that for me was what hit hard the most. I was like, that is perfect. These, yeah, dude, this, this, this film was kind of a, it was the first time since Moon Knight I feel like they've tackled proper deep hard topics like themes. They've 
fucking needed to as Morning. well because Marvel Loss. was going in the <coughs> worst direction possible. Literally, I went into this film with my expectations through the floor yep. as well because I was like, they're going to go into like the <coughs> culture and shit and this is going to be so disrespectful to Chadwick and they fucking nailed Dude, it. The culture ever so apparent in this film, incredible. Um, and the way, you know, we explored Wakanda more. Yep. Um, we explored Tele- Tele- Telecon, I think that's what they called the- Te- yeah. Telecon. Namor's place. Um, can I just say as well, the performances of Namor, bro, the best. Black Panther's villains are undefeated, That's man. what I, I exactly Killmonger, right. Namor. Again. Namor, bro. Oh my God. Incredible. I didn't think that things were going to happen yeah. because of him. And he, the one, there was one thing that stood out to me about mm. Namor was um, that scene when um, the, the Wakandan jets fly over yeah. and they shoot at him. Mm. And his people jump in the water because like, oh fuck! He Dude. just stands there and stares at them as they fly over. I was like, he's huh. <coughs> oh my god! He's um. When was the first? Was the first time we saw him at the lake? That lake scene? Yes, bro. How they introduced him was so fucking. Well, they bad gave ass. that little tease at we the start, saw, yeah. And then that's the first time they <coughs> introduced bro, the probably. shadows. Just Ooh. oh my god, bro! Just everything about him was awesome. And they like, um, obviously Shuri and. Uh, the queen are threatening him and he's just yeah. like, oh, this place is nice, man. Just like, bro, he's menacing. <laughs> menacing. And it, like, oh, the, the capabilities of both Black yeah. Panther villains as well. Incredible. Oofed, man. And um, yeah, I, I, and I know you don't agree with me on this point, but I loved Riri, Riri Williams. I thought she was one of the best parts of that film. Mm. And I, it made me super excited for the Ironheart series, which is coming out. Well, like, look, good. She gets her own series and stuff like that. But the, then it, I loved her charisma, bro. Just she was so funny. No, yeah, she there was, was so thing, good. There was one scene when they're like, um, "Oh, don't worry, you've got this. Like yeah. you're sweet. Like don't <coughs> worry about it. You got it." I was like, "That's kind of funny." And the way she's just kind of like, "What? The yeah, f- what do you mean?" She like that made me laugh. I feel like it was very parallel to Tom Holland's yeah. introduction. And I feel like her same and Tom shot, Holland, same shot. Yeah, it's same. Her and Tom Holland on the on the. I just found that bro that that scene when they're in the bedroom of Ray Ray Williams, yeah. and then she just comes out of the toilet. I found that hilarious. Yeah. Oh, when she goes so, to escape, and she's like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, bro, it's just so well written." This is one <laughs> of the I one of the best written Marvel movies dialogue wise. Yeah. Just I've ever seen, and it's just so refreshing. I, the only thing that I'm, coming off She Hulk, fuck. Yeah, man. I'm iffy on Ray Ray Williams only because. Like, there was that teenage aspect to it. Mm. Like, yeah, I know. You know yeah, the, yeah. Oh, that line but I, 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 I have, mm. um, I have trust in them. There was a thing that came out this week where Ryan Coogler was talking about Ray Williams, and it wasn't touched on, but apparently she has a connection to Tony Stark, and it's very oh, like hundred percent. She'll have to, yeah, but like her and Tony Stark don't have a very good background or something like that. So I'm yeah. interested to see. I'm excited for the series because the villain is Anthony Ramos. Do you know who Anthony Ramos is? Name it was in, in, in the Heights, yeah. the main guy from In the Heights, the Latina, uh, Latino. Dude, sorry. is that who I think it is? <coughs> He's also in the new Transformers movie. Anthony Ramos? Yeah, 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 yeah. Anthony Ramos. He, um, I love him. I think he's awesome. And I think, so, so he's playing. Not him. Nah, okay. Well, he's playing this character called the Red Hood, which is like the whole premise of the Ironheart TV show, I'm pretty sure is like a mix, like what's better, like magic and technology, kind of like how that yep. mixes together. And it's rumored that the big bad of the series is Mephisto. Played Aww. by Sasha Baron Cohen, but Sasha let's see. Baron let's Cohen. see how that plays out. I'm not too sure, but anyways, back to Black Panther. Yep. I love Ray Williams. Um, and so 
I won't go into that because that's spoilers, but <laughs> there were some cameos, yep. um, some cameos more than others that hit harder and were just incredible. I'm so fucking excited for yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, <laughs> look, man, I want to talk about the downfalls of this, right? Um, I think plot-wise it's pretty weak. Um, okay, I need you to elaborate on that because I read that and I was like, how? Because I thought it hit perfectly. I don't know, man. Well, the whole plot of the thing. Oh, fuck. All right, can we? Fuck it. Spoil. Should we do spoilers? Okay, I'll try my best not to explain. Go around it. Okay, so <clears throat> it falls into the same category as No Way Home, which has a fucking piss weak plot of Peter just trying to send, you know, the villains home. So it just doesn't make sense, the plot to me. It's weak. And Marvel has have this thing where they try and distract us from the shitty weak plot by just chucking in cameos, VFX, blah, 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 characters, whatever, cameos. Um, and I feel like they kind of did this with this movie, like... I feel like the the plot was very weak in a sense of it was basically the whole thing was based around like so so many things could have been avoided and things didn't really make sense. Like the whole basis of the movie is about somebody trying to kill somebody, right? Yeah. <clears throat> that's the whole point of the movie. Like that's is that singular aspect is what trudges the movie along from beginning to end, and then they just there's a part in the movie where he just doesn't and kill someone else. And it's like, okay, fair enough. It's just, I don't know. It's just a weak, I don't know. It's just a weak kind of story to me. It, it didn't, don't get me wrong. It's passable because of just how great everything else was. In that same respect, I'll just touch on you. No, 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 of there. course. Of course. The, um, <coughs> the reason why what happened happened was because it is the Wakandan way mm. to, preserve life and honor things like no, that. No, 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 that's fine. I get that. Yeah, and it's then just in the first <laughs> one, they did what they did and they um, neglected Killmonger. Yep. And Chadwick, being the Black Panther, yeah, yeah, yeah. was like, that was so wrong, shouldn't have done that, but yep, like yep, I yep. would have taken all, all that kind of stuff. Is that No, because, yeah, it's not yeah, a spoiler, yeah, yeah. but Shuri is trying to mimic that in yeah. her brother's memory. Like, yep. no, let's come that. up with a peaceful it's solution. Not, it's not that part. And it was working until a certain something happened. Yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I But it, it's so easily, like, looked past because of how amazing everything else is. And, like, you know, people's, you know, people's intentions um, kind of take away from the plot. So you don't really concentrate on it. And there's just so many different aspects and layers to this film that it actually, it works like fuck. Yeah. Um, another thing uh, is, okay, Oh, I can't read. So there's somebody that there's a whole subplot which just makes no fucking sense. And that subplot, I, I actually I I thought this myself, and I watched like many reviews on it, and they agree with me, like about it. Like the whole subplot, forgetting it sets up like you know Marvel does this thing where it sets up other movies, right? It, they introduce there's a cameo <clears throat> that sticks around. It's connected to Everett Ross. Oh, that yeah, whole yeah, subplot yeah, makes yeah, no yeah, sense because yeah, yeah. they literally both they can cut from that time, they can cut from their three hour movie and literally dull it down by like half an hour, cutting out that useless <laughs> fucking plot, which is literally just in to introduce the couple other movies in the future. Yeah. 100%. You know what I mean? Well, I, when she came on screen, I was kind of like, oh, this bitch, I forgot about her. So yeah. I'm glad they did that on a grand scale yeah. because it, you know. They literally could have just not had Everett Ross in the movie and yeah. everything to do with him. Like True. I love Marvin, uh, Martin Freeman, but like, just <laughs> like it's fine it's fine but it just that that was the only thing i can really like smash it and it just would have made the pacing better it would have made it more coherent and i think that lastly 
<laughs> Unfortunately, I think the th- the major thing that this was missing was Chadwick Boseman. Oh, 100%. Like, because it was great. And don't get me wrong, incredible performances, but it just, it felt like it was missing something. And unfortunately, it was Chadwick. Yeah. But you have to forgive that. <coughs> oh, oh, no, no, no. Just because of- Forgivable, but it just, it rest felt like it was missing something. Yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate. It's so unfortunate, man. Rest in peace, Chadwick. Um, but it, it's great they didn't go down the route of just not of recasting him because that just wouldn't have worked. 100%. Um, but man, and how I put it, um, overall, this was a worthy sequel. Miles better than uh, Miles better than the first, and as well, a worthy tribute to the one and only Chadwick Boseman. Rest in peace. This script truly felt like a therapy session for all those involved in Chadwick's life, in and around set. And as much as the characters in the movie were dealing with grief, it's so raw and so apparent, and these personal emotions and feelings are transferred onto the page and onto the screen, which again makes this film a step above most Marvel movies. Emotional action-packed, beautiful, and respectful. I 100%. gave it a 4.25 out of 5, and it came in as my number 5 best Marvel movie of all time. Well, I gave it a 5 out of 5 because yep. I forgave some things. And yeah. um, Talk about your, your your side of things, if I haven't already well, touched no, on it. No, you pretty everything. much touched on it all and stuff like that. I just... I <clears throat> The one thing I hold highly when I watch a film is if I forget yeah. about real life and I'm in the mm. film, and I was up until... Um, the credits rolled and um, the post-credit scene also. Like I, I was in until then. So I was just, I was on board with the characters, Yeah, felt everything, goosebumps, everything. Like it was, like you said, it was raw. It was beautiful. It was mm. emotional. It was probably the best tribute mm. from Dude, yeah. a studio to a friend. That text at the end of the film as well, like to our friend Chadwick Boseman. <sighs> yeah. I was like, that is I keep beautiful. getting goosebumps every Same, bro, same. It's insane. Like, yeah. you know, it just, you can tell it meant so much to everybody from pre-production day one mm. to post-production lock-off to premiere. Like, incredible. there wouldn't have been a dry eye yeah. in the room whenever, whenever. I'm glad uh, it was kind of self-contained as well and they didn't, other than that stupid subplot. Um, they kept it mostly self-contained and like, and in doing that, they didn't really tease external shit outside of Black Panther, which it actually... It worked, and it made me excited for the future. One hundred Panther and Marvel. Go watch it, people. Go watch it. <laughs> All righty, cool. So now the next segment, the progress of this week. Let's get into it. Let's get into it now. I had a pretty, um, pretty good week. I'm excited progress. to hear because it has been a while since I've heard about your progress. Yeah, well, you know, there's not much really I could have done in these last couple of weeks. Like I say I that said, because I wasn't here last week. Yeah, of so. course, of course, of course. <laughs> you, you did hear it though. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So I skip past it. I'm yeah. kidding. Whoa, I'm kidding. Fuck <laughs> you. Get out of this place. Um, but no, no, no. It was um uh, I can't even remember what I said I did last week in terms of progress. What did I say? Like feedback. You took on feedback. Feedback, and that's right. Changed stuff around yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. So since then, I actually got feedback back from uh Carell's mate. So our old screenwriting teacher works for like this story building like company kind of thing. Um and basically what he did is he passed it on to one of his people that he works with, like professional screenwriting. And he came back and he gave me a whole document of progress, uh, a whole document of feedback, sorry. That he did. And, um, you know, I um, won't go into exactly what it was, but there was things that I took out of it, things that I chose to, you know, just trust my own instinct on. And it was really helpful. So Definitely. I finally got some really good progress from everybody and I actually actioned it. And um, I've soft locked off the script basically. Yay! It's back. The sound effects are back. The sound effect is back. 
Is that going longer than normal? Yeah. Because you usually press it off, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, sorry. Um, No, that's all right. It's all right. Uh, It just builds my ego a bit more. Um, No, no, no. But yeah, dude, um, it's been sick. So I actioned all the progress, which is really cool. Soft locked off the script for now. Um, Sent it to Lexi. Sent it to James and sent it to Federico. Federico came back, said he's really excited, looked at the Bible, fantastic, and he's going to read the script over the weekend. Good, good. Sent it to James. He said the Bible, he's so excited, Looks says the Bible looks fantastic. He also said he read the script and he's super intrigued, which is a Ooh. compliment coming from James because I love 100%. James. 100%, yep, yep. Um, but uh, with James, so this is the... So he's over back in China at the moment, right? Um, and so this is the cinematographer who I've got real a really quick, good... Yeah, With James, there's a guy at work <coughs> who is into cinematography and stuff as well and his friend with James. And no. I talked about him. He's like, oh, James Quay, I know him. And I was like... That's crazy. Swear. So, Dude, yeah, everybody knows James. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I talk, he's over in China, back in China at the moment. And he says he has an indie film next year that he's got an indie feature. He's coming Shit. back over here to shoot. So... I actually have a call with him tomorrow and we're going to uh, talk good. about it, how things are going to line up, if he can do it or not, um, which is really exciting. We'll see if we can work something out. Locking in a DVD. Yeah. It's one of the most exciting things ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we'll see We'll see how that goes and um, may work, may not work, but he's super on board. Like, Fucking oath. I, everything has been leading to, he's been my end goal to finish this script to send to him because yep. I've been promising him for over like a year now that I'm going to get him a script. 100%. And, you know, it's so satisfying to, finally do that with the bible with how it's looking at the moment like all the concept art fully complete for the whole script for all the characters the whole movie insane so then today what i did is um so i was speaking to lexi we're starting to get into the, the nitty-gritty of it she's yeah. going away to america but when she comes back it's going to be oh, you know lucky. how long is she yeah. going for i'm not too sure That's not too sure when she's gone. um yeah, um, she's, she's coming back in January. So we're going to get kicking with the pre-production. Then. Miracle, miracle. Um, <laughs> she's going to get kicking with the pre-production in January and um, we'll go from there. But um, what I did is I sent her the script as well. She's going to break down the script, get me a budget, um, do all the little bits and pieces to work out what, she needs to work out for me so when she's away I can continue to work good, on it. Good, good, yeah, yeah. Um, so she's going to figure out how many days we're going to need. She's going to figure out, like I said, the budget um, and um, just the nitty-gritty. Yeah, basically. 100%. Um, then today what I did is I went through and I created a little um, kind of, not go fully deep into, but like a schedule for... Yeah. And I'll read that out to you now. The kind of like... Man. Oh, fuck. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Dude, you caught it. All right. Yeah, the magic man. Sorry, I haven't revealed the title yet. Um, so this is how the schedule is looking for the magic man at the moment, right? So December. So Lexi, script breakdown, budget breakdown, script fully locked off. Like It's basically locked off. It's just, you know, if we need to change bits and pieces. Yep. Here and there. Six drafts are done at the moment, so it's good. January, casting month one. Uh, conceptualizing the shot list, storyboards, everything, and crowdfunding video creation. February, casting month two. Also funding month one crew locked in march funding month to um locations locked in april rehearsals may filming so we're looking at four or five days of filming um and then what else i did today is i also created a locations checklist uh sorry a locations list um just like possible locations for each um uh, location so we have for the desert um, we have either Stockton Beach Sand Dunes, which is in Port Stevens, yep. or maybe Cronulla Sand Dunes. Yep. Um, we have the Big Mansion House, um, Curzon Hall, Cropley House, Enchanted, Warunga. 
um, <laughs> Lauriston House, those are all the things. And it kind of like goes uh, with all the rest of the location, like the hallway Curzon Castle Ray Boutique Hotel, Gardens on Forest, Cropley House, Royal Automobile Club of Australia. And it basically just repeats itself for the ballroom and the balcony. Nice. So we have some ideas. Very well done. We're gonna, once we figure out the budget and how everything's going to go, we're going to inquire and see what we can do. Yep. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think my plan is now to wait for Lexi, see what she says with the budget and stuff and kind of go from there. Yeah. Um, and then start like, if James if I can look in James um, definitely work on shot lists and want to get that done like way early so then all I need to concentrate on later is rehearsals because there's a lot of dialogue just a word of warning shot list does take 10 hours in a day so yeah. you know. <laughs> if you decide to do it all in one day sure yes. um, but yeah nah good stuff good stuff but yeah I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it and I want to get it done with enough time for me to do everything, which is um, exciting. And, um, yeah, we'll see. I'm kind of scared of what Lexi comes up with for the budget. Um, Dude, it is what it is, and you can work around it. Don't be scared yeah. about anything until yeah, it actually yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, we're sweet. But I will have, um, like I said, 10000 hopefully. Not, not hopefully. I've been saving. We're at about 2000 at the moment. Um, by the time I get to April, um, I will have 10,000. There's a good um, investment it. that you could make. It's called sports bet. Yes. And I heard could, about um, that. That yeah. can help you out massively. Mm. <laughs> I, 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 yes, yes, yes. No, I have heard about that. They have, um, see, I know I need the a horse in my film, but also I could bet on some horses to you hopefully help me could. out with the budget. You're an ideas man, Austin. You should be in film. I'm here to help. There you go. Alrighty. So yeah, that is my progress for this week, my friend. Well fucking done. Yes. Good, sir. Yeah. Woo! Thank you. And uh, for your progress this week, Austin, um, do you want to give a kind of basic rundown of yourself before we bring in our special guest? Um, no, I think we could do with our special guest because a lot of what, progress has happened yeah, has, been has been because of this man okay cool and um you know we've been workshopping four weeks now so i think without any further ado let's get the man himself on all righty now without further ado we actually have a special guest to help talk about the progress this week and because you know we're we're trudging ever so closely to filming date we thought we'll bring one of the main men to make this whole process happen. We've brought in Austin's cinematographer and the official cinematographer for Stain. It's Teague, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. The legend, he's here. Teague, he's my here. friend. How are you, my brother? Hello, good, good. How are the two of you? <laughs> we're very well. We're very good and very we're well. very excited to hear what you've yeah, done yeah. today. But yeah. man, is this your first podcast you've been on? It actually is my first podcast. Oh, it is. Now, what do you have to say about my camera skills? Because you saw me behind the camera just then. Am I as, do I have what it takes to be a cinematographer? Um. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> what? That's all I have to say. Whoa. No, I'm joking. You know, you know no, what, Tate? I, I actually yeah. came into JMC. <laughs> I came into JMC wanting to be a director. And then yeah. all of a sudden, I was like, oh, maybe I want to do cinematography. Mm. Then we started doing cinematography classes. I'm like, this technical shit ain't for me, bro. <laughs> yeah. This is Do fucked. you know what? Actually, when we were on a call last night, Tate yeah. said to me, after we were on the call, he called me. And he goes, Austin, 
the fun part was the creative stuff and coming up with the shot. <laughs> now we're in the technical boring stuff. And oh, I was like, yeah, let's do it. Technical yeah. boring stuff, but yeah. like, yeah, that's all a part of cinematography, right? No, that's yeah. still exciting. It, in, yeah, in, definitely. In Maybe not for yeah. you, Austin. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah, as a director, I just want the final product. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, that totally is a, joking. That I'm is a, for yeah. the pro- process. Right, that is a part of cinematography. And I think this is what will lead into our first question, yeah. man. But like, why? Why cinematography in the first place? Now, I've known you for mm. a while. Yeah. What's your journey been like thus far getting into this industry? Because I've known you, you know, we went to school together. Yeah, yeah. We also worked oh, went together. To school together as well. Yeah, we went yeah, to we high did. school together. I thought you just worked together. We worked oh, to came up together yeah, and then yeah, we went yeah. to the same uni. Uns- like unbeknownst, what's the word? Unbeknownst? You nailed it. Is that is it? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to us um, yeah, yeah. and we kept the communication, but I've known you for a while and I've seen you kind of in the stage in JMC. But what's your journey been like from your perspective into this industry and why cinematography, my friend? Of course. And first off, thank you for having me here. No worries, is a, It's our pleasure. It's been a long time coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We booked you in. You're a, you're a busy man. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, 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 a place to be, yeah. <laughs> 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 People will see movies to make, let's go. But I think just starting off... I, I don't know how far you want me to start back, mate. From the beginning, what, what made you want to get into this industry? Right, okay. Okay. no worries. Um, well, is it right if, I, if it takes time? Let's if I go, brother. There's, there's no rush. No for rush. This? No, rush. No, no caps or anything. Okay, no. Caps, what, what time are we on? Forty-two minutes. Oh, bro, we're sweet. We're sweet. Let's go, yeah. What so is the done by longest? So cinematography is good. <laughs> that's why I like it. And that's why I do it. You know it. No, no, it. Talk to us, brother. Yeah, no, of course. Um, so I think it it wasn't the first choice when yeah. it came to a career path. For really? Me. Yeah, no, okay. of course. Because um, from, I've, I've told this to a lot of my, my close mates as well, but from year seven to all the way to like halfway through year 12, mm. I wanted to pursue architecture. Really? Yeah, that was, yeah. that was a thing. Yeah, so architecture wow. was a thing, and I also have a friend of mine who also kind of went that same path where they were mm. interested in architecture, and then okay. they ended up going in film as well. I'm actually going to be shooting with her this Sunday. So no nice. way! Nice. Yeah, uh, nice. there you go. But um, aside from that, yeah, like um, starting off, I think trying to, I wasn't, I didn't really have that path where I was like, I had a camera when I was like three or four. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah, told yeah. to watch all these really cool movies yeah, yeah, yeah. or anything. But um, I think it was just an appreciation over time. Um, the main piece or the main kind of change of tide towards filmmaking itself was um, two things. First one was um, surprisingly enough, Casey Neistat. Oh, <laughs> yes! Yeah. Yes! Yeah, I know, like- um, Big ups, Casey. Yeah, yeah. Is that no kill language? Yeah, yeah. Like, do, you, do you not know who Casey Neistat is? No. Oh, sh- okay. Me yeah, and Teague no, will just talk no, you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, he's a YouTuber. He's yeah. a YouTuber. But he does really cinematic kind yeah, of Yeah, and like it's, gotcha. it's mainly storytelling that really yeah. catches you the way yeah. he kind of does things because he doesn't use like state-of-the-art um, equipment. <laughs> the way he kind of just tells his stories is so, I don't know. I 100% and, get you, bro. Okay. Is, I, you yeah, know what? Yeah. Now you say that, I see a bit of Casey Neistat in you. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, really? Yeah, I do. I well, do. If you're, are you talking about like cinematic languages in like visual storytelling? Not even. It was just... I, I didn't even know much back yeah. then. Like I had no background in, in getting into this. Yeah. So just watching and how easy it was to kind of understand what he was making was right. something that I was yeah. really intrigued in. Mm-hmm. The way that he would Respect. do his cards, the way he used to do yeah. like this daily vlog thing for like I know. almost like two years straight. Literally. And like every single episode was so good. Cinematic. Oh, yeah, good, yeah. Good, good. So I think that was one of the main parts. I was always watching it during study period in high school. Yeah. <laughs> my other mates can vouch for that. Um, but- over time, I had a trip to the Philippines, and this was the summer of 
When did um, Force Awakens come out? Ah, uh, uh, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. 16? Yeah, yeah, summer 16, probably then. Yeah, so yeah, I was yeah. out there and I don't know why out of all movies that movie, but that one just blew it away for me. I was yep. like, whoa. Like, how <laughs> summer of 2015. Oh, 2015. Yep, yep, well, there you go. Yeah, I think it was when watching that, I was like, holy crap, like <coughs> how do you- <coughs> How do you do that? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, just seeing the things that I'm like, oh my gosh, like I couldn't even describe the feeling I had after watching it. I was just like, funny yeah. thing is like we did rock up like five minutes late to the cinema, but yeah. I mean, we won't talk about that. But aside from <laughs> that, it was still able to make like it. Right. seen know, that one. I know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but I think when that, I, I guess, whole movement started, I was like, whoa, like I went on, I didn't even know what to do. I, there was no, I had no, because recollection about yeah. how to make things. So yep. I was like, I just want to be involved in it. So mm. the first thing I did, of course, just watch it behind the scenes. And yeah, every movie, things, everything it becomes a tradition. Uh, yeah, exactly. And mm. then you start like questioning, like, what is that? What is this? Mm. Mm-hmm. And, and um, the first thing that I wanted to get into was how do I learn this? Yeah. Because of course, like during that time, um, <coughs> it's it was super hard to find a place to teach film, let alone like- And can I say, OQ, Oh do yeah, hardly no, definitely towards yeah, film. And I didn't do any multimedia Me or neither. photography. You know, or I, I did. Drama. I don't know if I've actually talked about yeah. this, but I, I I did visual arts oh, in yeah, school yeah, yeah. to do film, and the yeah. art department hated you me. You did tell me this. I remember. The art department hated me because they didn't consider film as an art. Uh, yeah. It doesn't matter. I went against them, and I did every essay was about a film director. Yeah, yeah, Everything yeah. was about a film. Like it was crazy. But um, yeah, Okio didn't really supply much in yeah, terms. Stick yeah. it to the masses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so um, it, it took some time. And then um, I guess through conversations, I was able to find out that um, one of my, my sister's boyfriend's mate, one of their close mates, <laughs> um, studied at JMC. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, like, what is this? Like, what do they study? Like, how do you get into it? And then, you know, little by little kind of like looked more into it. Um, went to the Info Nights. Mm. I um, ended up getting an interview for it. And then I think this was like halfway through year 12. Yep. And I think the reason why I kind of veered away from architecture was because it was so um, intricate. Like you, you had to know more than the creative process. It was a very much a, a mathematical and very accurate thing. That yeah. Mm. Really, yep. I think that restricted me heaps because um, I wasn't the greatest at maths, let alone the greatest at like- <sighs> I don't think any of us were. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know about you. Yeah. Were you? A no. mathematician? No. Yeah. yeah. I dropped yeah, I as soon as I could. That, so, um, <laughs> dropped it as soon as I could, lads. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. So there is, um, yeah, that kind of hindered it for me because I think I just enjoyed that creative process of like creating something out of anything. Mm. Yeah. Like, having these mm. sort of concepts and seeing that um, film was basically that, but just like telling a story visually. And yeah, I think that was the main thing. That was the thing that drew me to it. And yep. then over time, um, I was fortunate enough to get accepted to JMC mm, as well. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then, um, yeah, from 2017 onwards, um, it was a whole another, you know, chapter in life that started for me. Definitely. Everything that I learned in high school and the traditions of it just went out the window. Everything was massive so and everything. There's you know, one chapter closes, exactly. another opens. Yeah, Did you uh, go into uni wanting to do cinematography? Like into JMC? I, I didn't even know much. No, it wasn't really cinematography. I think I, I had an idea to work behind the camera. Of course, the camera was such a, cool thing to look at and i know that that would be a crazy part of um i guess everyone's interest when they first see the, how the camera looks like yep. whoa like i want to know what that is i want to know yeah yeah, yeah. Some, one of the main pieces to shoot things so i didn't really have much about cinematography but mm. i think once i saw i guess that camera and how it was like like the workaround for it i was mm. like okay like i, I want to kind of get to know it more 
And um, yeah, at first, like the term director of photography, I was like, oh my gosh, like that's so hard. Mise en scène. <laughs> yeah. Mise en scène. Mise en scène. What is Yeah. Oh, man. But um, I remember hearing all these like jargon words of this. Yeah. Like, Scary, oh, man. They're gosh. very in your face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, aperture. What? Aperture. <laughs> exactly. Bro, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> gets water or not? I don't get it. What is it? Yeah, I get you. Yeah, man. yeah. Um, and I think that's that's what it was. It started from there. Um, it wasn't a immediate thing that it was cinematography. I think mm-hmm. um, it was kind of a, the first year of JMC kind of led me to it um of course i felt i felt like i limited my opportunities because i wasn't assertive enough to kind of push for it which kind of sucked at the time but um i was able to make up for it in the end um and yeah we ended up doing more projects in jmc Uh short films the um the postcard videos. Oh, like, you know, you Holy know everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am Steven Spielberg. Yeah. In the JVC. <laughs> Bro, that was the coolest thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, Holy yeah, shit. Yeah. You it can hold so it on good. your shoulder. <laughs> and we all used to walk around with the JVCs on our shoulder. Yeah, with the handle. Yeah. Like, oh, let me just carry this case. Well, we need a case to carry a camera. First off, man. Oh, too good. Yeah. And then you used to go in like that main strip across Ultima and then yeah. Let me just set the camera here and let everyone walk past me. Bro, that's pretty so relatable. Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's oh. that's where it started. Cool. And, um, Amazing. Of course, it was it was filled with trials and tribulations. Yeah. But, you know, I was able to- What was the moment that you knew you wanted to do cinematography? Do you remember or no? I think it was just, um, I think I found that out recently. As in recently, I mean like the beginning of the year. What? Uh, like, of course, of course. Wait, I thought you'd would be want to do because I originally yeah, I no, think had course. you on as my yeah, yeah. Of yeah. course, like like cinematography was something I wanted to do, but um, I didn't really get the super importance of it until like the beginning of the year, even like end of last year, throughout last year. Because of course, I was doing a lot of jobs. Like of, of course, I was able to kind of freelance and stuff, and still work behind camera. But I felt like um, for myself, the true appreciation for it kind of landed either like this year or like it, was, it just felt recent. I can't really put a timestamp to it, but I think it's it just a, a wave came into me like, well, okay, this is what I want to do. And this is how I want to tell stories. And this is how I has, you know, I, I want to, you know, see myself in as a, as a career and as, as a, just a passion as well. And yeah, it, it's, it's weird to say, of course, like, um, it's like, of course I've always liked cinematography, yeah. but I think I've realized the importance of it. Definitely. Yeah. Year, yeah. Respect. Awesome. Do you have the questions, Bunny? I, well? yeah. I think I did. Yeah, okay, cool. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, don't, I just don't, I don't want to be hogging the questions. Yeah, no, no, here. no, 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 no I was just going to say, like, yeah. I think it would have been, I think for you, it would have maybe been when you were doing white balance on the JVC proficiency test, I reckon. <laughs> oh, That's my it. God. That was it. I'm like, this is cinema. <laughs> this is it. Yes, yeah. cinema. All those Ibis bin chickens that are oh walking around the park God, up the road from JMC as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking hell, the Ibis. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. I think one question that I'll ask you yep. is what drew you to Stain? To Stain? Yeah. Like oh, when right. Yeah, we yeah. first officially <laughs> sent the script and everything like that, yep. what was it about Stain that you were like, I I can see through the script, like this is mm-hmm. and a story I, that needs to be told. I'll add to that question. Yeah. What drew you to Stain and how could you see yourself implementing your style yeah, into right. Stain? Okay. And what is your style? Yeah, yeah. 100%. Okay. Um, I mean, because um, I've, I've told you boys this already, um, the main kind of work I want to do is narrative-based. Yep, yep. And prior to staying, the last narrative-based project I'd 
I did that was, I guess, of a production level mm. was um, back in 2019, okay. I think. Yeah, and that was like one of my first. It was uh, Extraterrestrial. Right. If you guys remember that. And I remember that. That was a fun experience. That yeah. Was, um, of yep. course, it was, it was learning a lot. Um, I think I, I didn't really have like my confidence up as much during that time. So, of course, I was still learning. And there were a lot of things I wish I was able to do there. But the crew in that set was great. Yeah. Was that was that a JMC film? Yeah, it, Actually, was, it was. It was a graduate <coughs> project. <laughs> was it that Stoner one? Stoner one. Was it, it like a... Oh, is it did, the alien one? Did it get yeah, the alien. I think it, it got played at our screening. Yes, oh, really? I think yeah, yeah. yeah cause it was, rings a bell. Yeah, it was, I think it was the the year below me. Cause, um, yeah, oh. we were the year below you. Oh, there you go. We were so the year guys, below yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> I, I, I did it with um, Alana. She was, I think she was... Do you guys know Alana oh, as well? She was, um, yeah, she was a friend of mine yep. as well. And um, yeah, she got me on board in that. Yep. And that was oh, the okay. last project I was on. The name yeah. rings a bell, man. I'm yeah, trying to remember it, but yeah. you're saying that. I was like, is that the film I'm thinking about? Yeah, no, no, yeah. no. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. That, that, was, that was a great experience. I think um, just for myself personally, I wish I was able to kind of put more to it. So, yeah. of course, um, um, over time and um, with this opportunity arising when, you know, you messaged me or, you know, voice messaged me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, like, a two-minute video. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, bro, so like, random. Yeah. Like, bro, yeah, this, yeah. This, this type of day, I wonder what yeah. people think because people that I don't haven't spoken to for, like, years, mm. I'll just hit them up with a voice message, like, ask them to be in your film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're probably thinking, what the what fuck the, yeah. is he doing? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I said to T, like, <laughs> when you send me voice messages and I'm at work, I hold it up as if like it looks like I'm on the phone, and then people are like, "Oh, Austin," I turn to them, and then they see this like, "Oh, sorry." I'm like, "Oh no, just, my mate sent me a voice message. So I don't worry about it." <laughs> but then so there's many times easier. I'm yeah, that yeah. into the voice message, and I just do I do these ones. Hold up, <laughs> hold up. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, sorry, yeah. take no, 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 yeah, it's all good. And um, yeah, of course, um, once you you kind of informed me that um, you had one of your close mates kind of you know starting this short yeah. and um. I think the first thing that caught my, like, I guess caught my attention was, oh, this is going to be, oh, can I say this? Or can I not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, his film is all revealed. Yeah. So it's, it's all mine. revealed. It's all revealed. Yeah, yeah, everything's yeah. all revealed, okay, just okay. not mine. Yeah, yeah. So like um, for it to be half kind of based in reality and the other half in animation, I think that was the, one of the main things. I was like, oh, okay, like this is pretty interesting. And then of course, <laughs> I think later that day or like a few days after we had a Zoom call. Yeah. I remember I was in the car as well. And then um, when I saw I the script, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I remember um, when you sent through the script, and I heard the whole entire, I guess, you know, premise of the story. Yep, and yep, the whole, yep, yep. I guess part of it being about this this kid, um, or this this <coughs> teen, just trying to get, you know, a stain. <laughs> of, of it's so simple <laughs> but effective. And then he ends up getting sucked into the whole another reality. Yeah. He ends up fighting the same stain. I think I was like, "Whoa, this is so absurd." I love it. This is it. Yeah, I think the wackier the yeah. better. The wackier yeah. the better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but back to um, I guess the whole I guess start of how this whole project or production started. Um, I think that's what drew me to it because, of course, um, I think over time I was at a stage where I wanted to kind of put myself back in that scene of doing narrative, narrative work. Yeah, because yeah. of course it's just been a lot of um, um, a lot of corporate and a lot of commercial, you yeah. know, because I, I currently work with um, one of my closest mates yeah. as well with our production companies. So we've been doing heaps of work um, and we've always wanted to go into narrative work yeah. as well. So right. having this opportunity arise, I was like, okay, this is it. So yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah, From yeah. all that commercial work, have you developed a style and how would you kind of describe it? To be honest, I feel like I'm still on that journey of, of trying of to find finding it. it. Yep. As we uh, I'm getting there. Yeah. Uh, I can't put a name to it or yep. I can't even put. I guess a certain 
definition of what the style mm. is, but it's something Just call that's- it Tegalicious. Tegalicious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. The media yeah. has to be Tegalicious. That's <laughs> officially going to be. Trademark that right now before anybody steals it. That's going to be the credit on yeah. the credits. <laughs> Director of photography, Tegalicious. 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 <laughs> exactly. But um, yeah, I think I think I'm I'm, I'm getting there. Yeah. It, yeah. It's it's still a journey that I'm still trying to figure out, and um, of course, I've gotten a lot of. Um, I guess inspire from my mentors, from yeah. other greatest cinematographers and yeah. visual storytellers as well. So, trying to mend that all in together and kind of like create something of its own as well. Hundred percent. Something I'm trying to trying to go for, but um, yeah, it's it's still a work in progress. Work in progress. Definitely. Who are your main inspirations that you you said you were getting um inspirations from? Like, who do you look up to in the cinematography space? Where you like? Oh, oh right, yeah, yeah. Um, of course, I feel like it, it would be dis disrespectful for me to not say Sir Roger Deakins. Oh, um, Sir Roger Deakins. <laughs> yep, and of course he, his wife, James yep. Deakins, who's such a crazy backbone yep. as well for his work. Yep. Um, I love that. Do you listen podcast. to his podcast? Yes, I was, I was literally listening to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was literally listening to the latest episode with the, with the sound mixer yeah, that okay. just released. That was really, really crazy because yep. um, I think, yeah, that was one of the crazy, I guess, um, inspirers that really started li- um. Is he on the podcast? Yeah, like it's okay, the two right, of them, and right, they they right, interview right. all these awesome. people across yeah, the industry. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. That's mad. And um, that's all happening. So I listen to that avidly. So yeah. Um, and then of course, avid triggered. Yes. <laughs> 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 Sorry. No, it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. Um, and then of course you know you have the the Greg Frazier's that are coming up. I love mm-hmm. Greg. And Frazier. then even um local DPs who are up and coming right now, which are pretty crazy. Just seeing the amount of work that's being made, mm. um, and seeing that they're friends of friends and that people who are you know just like us. You know, a, a lot of the times when you see these big names, of course, it almost feels like it's an unreachable type of film industry. Yeah. Where like, oh, okay, we're, we're not going to get there. Or yeah. These are that's this class of people. But I'm um, seeing a lot of people, especially in the area as well. Which is really, really good. Yeah. So we, we have some amazing homegrown talent coming through the ranks. Yeah, right definitely. Now. Definitely. Cool. definitely. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's good to see. I, I guess I, I branch inspiration of um, a lot of my colleagues as well who I work with. Perfect. Um, and I guess it's something that I try to embody myself in. Yeah. I try to, you know, yeah. feed off. Because, of course, you know, it's a very collaborative space. It is. Working, so the being most. able to kind of yep. grab everything and take it into your own interpretation is something sure. that's really, really exciting. I guess special in this industry. 100%, 100% man. Yeah. Um, so I now have a question for both of you, right? Yep. Um, I want to know from your, because we've, we've picked on little pieces throughout the weeks of uh, like progress and stuff. Yep. But I want you both to kind of talk about your relationship, both director, cinematographer, how important is that relationship? And kind of, I want you to talk about the process mm. yep. of what it's been like for you two from start to finish, what stuff, have you done what have been the challenges what yep. have been you know the greatest rewards basically a review of the process and how important the director cinematographer relationship is mm. maybe things you've discovered as well yeah, yeah i think i think it's probably one of the most important mm. i think you know the director obviously has the relationship with all heads of department and stuff like that but at the end of the day it comes down to the storytelling and the visual storytelling mm-hmm. and it's like how intriguing or um, I think that's the difference, like how intriguing you make a shot. And if it's just like a static shot, nothing's really happening kind of deal. Granted with the like design and everything like that, if nothing's happening, people are going to get bored and it's up to a um, strong cinematographer to like 
portray that. Mm. And I yeah. think one of the main things that I wanted to do when T came on was like, I wanted to be as, and this goes for everybody on the set, I wanted to be as welcoming to everybody's interpretation of staying. Mm. Like I didn't want to be like, no, this is my script. What do you mean you want to do it this way? Kind of, I was yeah. like, no, nah, this is a collaborative experience and I wanted T to express himself as well. Yeah. And I think that that was the most important thing for me. And then what we actually found out was when we sat at a cafe for 10 hours from open till close, yeah. going through the shot list, we kind of had similar so ideas. I was just about to say that. Yeah. You say it's really good to get everybody's interpretation, but it is so rare. And once you find this, you can't really let go of it to find a professional in the same industry that you click straight yeah, away. 100%. You share yeah, the same visual definitely. story, the same vision, everything. I found that with, you know, Federica, my composer. Yep. I found that with James. Yep. So I, I, I think it's really important. And I think what you guys it's have one got. one of the most important yeah. factors. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Exactly. And then, yeah, we sat there all day. And, but the thing was, we weren't going like, oh, you know, yeah, we've done this scene. Like we've been here for, eight, but we're like, oh fuck, is it closed? Like, oh <laughs> shit. What, like, yeah, let's go sort the bill kind of thing. But then yeah, we sort yeah. of wrapped up. Who paid? Um, I think we dashed actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you want, dude, isn't it? <laughs> we got him. But no, then we just sorted it, and then like, um, I think we met up the next day or the day yeah, after yeah, to go yeah. storyboarding. But like, the thing was, it wasn't like, oh god, we gotta go through that again. It was like, let's keep this ball rolling. Like, yeah, we weren't yeah. sick of each other. Like, it was just like welcoming, and then. Like I touched on before, like our ideas were similar because mm. I said to him, I was like, um, and I remember I said like, you know, there's comedy in the script, but I don't know if it's actually going to be funny. So how do we make it funny? And then we bounced off ideas and then we actually had similar to make yeah, it sort of comedic. Yeah. And then even you the other day at blocking when you're like, bro, that's funny. That shot that we have. Mm. I was like, we did yeah. it, Teague. We did it. We did it kind of thing. So yeah, like to yeah. answer the question and like I'll hand over to Teague in a mm. second. I think, you know, to not be like, there will be times like you might butt heads if mm, and I, of course. but it's about how you handle it as yeah, well. Yeah. We haven't butted heads. Mm. Yeah. There's been like, oh, like that's a, that's a great <laughs> idea. Wait till kind of, yeah, yeah wait, <laughs> wait till You know, that's a great idea yeah. and everything yeah. like that. But like, you know, you know, if we tried it this way, but interpreted that kind of, it's, mm. it's, you know, welcoming each other's kind of exactly. expression into the scene, yeah. I think is the most important of course, part man. of yeah. um, the director. Totally. Cinematographer relationship. Would you agree? Or yeah, no, definitely. I think it's it's really a um, simultaneous sort of relationship. Yeah, yep. it's not about like I'll, I'll say this and I'll just wait for what this person has to say. Yeah, and just goes back and forth. It's something that I think both the director and cinematographer has to kind of be in correlation with. Definitely. When, when of course um, visualizing, because of course um, with the director, if, if they were to be the one to also write the script, in which in this case you did, um, you you have that in your mind. Perfectly, yeah. you know, this is your interpretation of this life and this story, <coughs> and I guess with a cinematographer, the the goal is to be able to visually kind of back that and kind of present it to the world and mm. you know expose it. One hundred percent. I think that was the process that we had. It was it was really much a, a brainstorm, especially through the style guides and yep, um, through all the meetings. That was the thing that I guess I wanted to make sure that I could do. Yep, was find the best way to kind of visually interpret it. Of course, um, you know, seeing that it is a a comedy and like, how do you make something both comedic but have the subtext of something that's more, I guess, serious. serious. Right, yeah, yes. of course, man. Yeah, so it's it's those things. And um, I think when we were bouncing off ideas, it, it was um, productive because yeah. we both figured out things that we wouldn't have thought of if it weren't for that 
collaborative, I guess. 100%. Yes, problems yes. came up. We were like, how do we get... And we came up with a solution yeah. to that problem. So yeah. Exactly. And of course, like, I feel like pre-production in itself is such a key and crucial part of mm. any production. So the amount of pre that we've been doing to it, of course, too much, <coughs> like, I guess, being too succinct with something can sometimes limit you. Yeah, but with flexibility on yeah, the set. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But I think with us, how we're so open to interpretation, open yep. to kind of work things in and yeah, having sure. such a collaborative experience, yeah. that's what's really, I guess, made Fine. it yep. I guess, smooth for us for the meantime. Of course, you know, we still <laughs> are yet to shoot yep. such a hectic day ahead of us. But, for you, sure, know, man. you know, like this is the collaborative process with this AD. Is. Like, you know, with yeah. Lucas even being able to say <coughs> that it's possible. Yep, and, um, absolutely. And we, uh, I, I um, had a... Um, Camera test today, actually. Yeah. Uh, but a uh, camera hire. Shout yeah. out. Shout uh, out. Camera go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, with um, two of the uh, ACs who are on board. Amazing. Um, yeah. Maddie and Dan. They yep. were lovely. They were great. Yeah. Was that the first time you met them? First time I met oh, them face to face. Man. Yeah. Yeah. That's they amazing, were great. Man. It was so good. Yeah. It, was, it was quite a hectic Shout out morning. Dan and Thanks, yeah. bro. Yeah. Really but, um, and Lockie. Shout out Lockie as well. And Lockie. And Lockie. Two Lockies. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. They've been, um, they were great. I think um, that kind of was a whole part of the collaborative process, bringing it back to, um, you know, the whole director and cinematographer side. Yeah. Because I feel like those two, I guess, um, titles um, is an umbrella over a whole other part <coughs> of things and being able to kind of go through that is yeah. something that Definitely. is beneficial. Yeah. Speaking of cinematographer, for the people that maybe aren't, because we have two sides of listeners that listen mm-hmm. to this, people that are in the industry want to kind of understand how the yep. process is, people that are not in this industry. Cinematographer. Just give us a quick rack pop. What do you do, bro? What's your role? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. What's the <laughs> Mr. Director of Photography? Yes. Hit record. Hope for the best. There you go. <laughs> That's it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think a, a cinematographer, at least from my experiences and for, from what I've learned, yep. um, it's almost like a you can you can kind of say the the base question uh, answer, which is kind of like the one who's in charge of framing up and responsible for everything that is composed within the frame. But mise-en-scene. Exactly, mise-en-scene. <laughs> That's it. Are we really croissant? Yeah. Um, but I think uh, cinematographer or director of photography is someone who is able to visually interpret yep. a story from Perfect. a script. Perfectly put. Into reality. There that's, you go. That's all it is. You were talking about a lot of, um, you know, pre-production that you yeah, guys have definitely. done. Um, you know, I want you guys just to quickly go over the process of what you guys have actually done. Yeah. Like, what have been the greatest challenges? What have been the greatest rewards? But run us through kind of what you've done in this pre-production process. Yeah. So, I think <coughs> the... Cinematography-wise. Yeah, cinematography. I think the greatest challenge was... Um, the storyboards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the thing is, when I tried to storyboard, and you did see in that diary, <laughs> yeah. the animation it wasn't bad. Board. No, it wasn't bad. And I was like, bro, just skip past those pages, please. <laughs> <laughs> so then we, when we got to story, I was amazed at how quick we actually got through yeah. the storyboarding. Yeah. And then it was kind of like, you know, the thing was, is that we, I'd, I'd say this, like it wasn't at the be all and end all because it was multiple yeah. pages, but we couldn't fuck up because we were using a pen. That's all I had on me. <laughs> oh we only had a pen. Are you <laughs> fucking and, and there, was, there was a pizza voucher that we had that we used as a ruler. Yeah. Oh <laughs> my. So all those things I see in those, the art yeah. books are that they're drawing with a pen is. and the ruler was a yeah. pizza menu. Forgetting <laughs> exactly. pencils, forgetting phones on important computers, on forgetting phone charges. <laughs> God damn it, you guys are the perfect. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> We, we had a um, we there was a moment because of course I, I had to go to um, uh, <laughs> um, Austin's mum's place yep. where we had the meetings and um, like I think I forgot my laptop I'm like oh yeah now nah, Austin's got it 
I rock up. Because <laughs> it is, he's by himself. Yeah, I was like, hey, also, you got to oh, no, nah, wait. Don't you have your laptop? And I was just like, oh. Because you had a little satchel. I was like, oh, yeah. surely the laptop's in there. <laughs> Bro, tell me you have your laptop, please. Like, nah, and I was like, oh. Yeah, I was like, no. So we ended up getting the phone calling Lockie, which is our gaffer yeah. uh, as well. And yeah, we're literally cramming in. We're like, oh, hey, <laughs> Oh, oh wait, hold up, Loggy, you gotta get out of this, gotta send you this, uh, this phone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it was funny. But uh, I mean, aside from that, it was a productive day in yeah, itself. Yeah. Um, back to storyboarding, uh, I yeah. guess. Um, yeah, you know, despite the lack of resources, <laughs> we were able to, you know, make something That's out funny. of nothing. And, Smash uh, through it. The, yeah. Before that, did you have the shot list or did the shot list come after? We did have the shot list yeah, before that. The shot list <laughs> was the, the I don't think that part. was a challenge at all. Just the way that we yeah. just- that day went by like that. Yeah. And it was exactly. honestly like, um, yeah. What is the shot list for those that don't know? Shot list is where like, you know, you go through each scene, you break down each scene. Yeah. Uh, label, you might have more insight into it. Maybe like you land, scene one. Yeah. The shot will be like scene one A and like another setup yeah. will be one B, C, mm-hmm. D. However many setups it takes to get that one shot in that scene. And you do that for however many scenes you have in the script. Yeah. And then, you know, the director and cinematographer sit down and, um, you know, how can we portray this? Yeah. Like the themes, the characters, thoughts, everything in the scene. How can we do that through mise-en-scene? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so, yeah. So we sat there and went through the shot list and would that be quite accurate? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's more of a, I guess, um, kind of a breakdown of, of a script almost yep. Yep. In, in the sense of it being visually shot. Because, of course... Um, through the details that you have in a shot list, you you have the the scene, the part of the scene, um, the shot type is going to be, you know, is going to have movement. Yep. Is going to be below eye level, above eye level. You know, is it going to be below sea level, above yeah, exactly. sea level, above exactly. sea level, high altitude, low altitude, <laughs> altitude, longitude, and then also I guess the the weight and mass. And yeah. And then um, all of it. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, it's just a very detailed construct of what you're going to be shooting yeah, it's, it's sure. just something that can be translated for a more practical and technical sense yeah more so of course more so than a creative sense it's mainly yeah just a breakdown so i think yeah We're, you said yeah. uh the storyboards are definitely the biggest challenge would you say also finishing would be finishing them would be the biggest reward or would something else in your process be the biggest reward i mean this kind of process you know what i Austin, we we're, were both talking about this. Like, despite us, you know, smashing out, spending hours on a short list mm. and storyboard, we're like, look, when we shoot on the day, we'll be open <laughs> for anything. 100%, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's so usually how it goes, man. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I think we, we're, at this point, I don't want to say we're using it as a reference. Yeah. But of course, you know, it's, it's something don't that Don't tell is, Lucas that. He'll share himself. <laughs> so Lucas. The um, best part, I think what we yeah. said as well was like, these storyboards like they're awesome like it's starting to come to life and everything like that yeah yeah but it's just going to be awesome to like you know as teague said <laughs> the reference point and then seeing <laughs> how like the storyboard versus the shot looks yeah, and just yeah, seeing yeah, like yeah, yeah. because we brainstormed that we sat through a 10-hour day we did all the storyboards and then this is what we've got yeah like i think that's gonna be the most rewarding mm. part about it definitely i think yeah is there anything else that you guys haven't touched on that's an important part of the process Pre-production wise, you did the style guide. I mean, that was pretty important to style. Oh, that's actually something that I wanted to say. So when it came to like, like the Bible and how I portrayed it versus sending it out to head of departments, I was like, fuck, they're going to come back and be like, bro, this doesn't make sense. What do you mean you want this and that and that and blah, blah, blah. And then for T to be like, I read it clearly. Like I knew exactly. I was like, what? Yeah. What do you mean? (laughs) And so then we just bounced off there and then like working in like kind of, thoughts I had towards it while using his expertise as well. And so then we just collaborated yep. on the whole thing, like working in the space and there, 
was a couple of things that we were like, you know, is that going to restrict us? And then we're like, yeah. yep, all right, scrap it. And then, you know, yep. working through that and getting to where we are now has all been because of <coughs> that process yeah. as a whole. Yeah, How is blocking as well? That's a big part of Massive, it as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you have the style guide, you have the shot list, the storyboards, blocking, which is what is blocking? Blocking is essentially rehearsals. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, you know, and that's the one thing that rehearsals comes. with camera. Rehearsals yeah, with camera. Exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, Seven dollar ninety nine app on the app store. <laughs> yeah. For, uh, <laughs> yeah. We will send you the link if you want. To. <laughs> yes. Yes. Help you choose the, the lenses and everything. Yeah. Like exactly. That. It was Use great. All on the phone for eighty percent off. Yeah. Um, oh my god. <laughs> no, they are not paying us. Out <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but that um, Coops was so like welcoming to like I was like you know like this scene there's not much blocking but like here's what. Yep. the tone of the scene is going to be yep. like you're setting everything like that. And then once we move out of the bedroom yeah. into the dining table, like, you know, but the blocking came in the kitchen. That's mm. when the, yeah. that's yeah. like the money maker. Yeah, for sure. And um, sorry. Continue. And then that's just essentially like blocking is the rehearsals with camera. And you got, what, what, what did you get out of blocking? I think um, it gave me a sense of space and yep. our limitations. Yeah. And what we could do, what we couldn't do in a space. And as well as that was being able to finally understand how it's actually going to be composed. Yeah. But basically, you know, despite us using a, a phone for a camera, that's, mm. you know. You can choose your lenses phone. still though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah and then you can, you can choose a lot of the, the specs that you would use yeah. for the actual camera you'd be using. Yeah. Um, yeah. It would give you a crazy understanding of what it's kind of going to be looking like. And the product, yeah. how, how about the camera test? Because we, we both haven't heard. How did that go today? Yeah, right. yeah. The importance of the camera test. No, no, of course. I think even for myself, uh, the camera <laughs> test is still something I'm, Yep. trying to gain more proficiency in because yep. of course a lot of other productions that I've done um, we've mainly just been like alright let's shoot hope for the best if it looks good it looks good yep. um, but finally kind of being able to break it down and go through this camera test um, the main things that we were looking for was um, um, testing the lenses that we yep. were using testing the camera and testing the I guess if I, I might be getting a bit too technical here so play right. <coughs> for it mate of course yeah just testing like the I guess the colors and the t color temperature cool. of each of the cameras, understanding the limitations. So if in the case we were to be shooting in different environments yep. and it needed us to change, you know, camera settings accordingly, then if that lens or if that camera would still be able to hold on the <laughs> consistency of the story, that yeah, was the things that we were looking for. And then of course of that, you know, looking at flaring, looking at, mm. I guess, aberrations or looking at any sort of details. It's that an aberration. It's some sort of a, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know what it is, but you know how to describe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's Fair what enough. it is. That's yeah. all right. Um, that's all right. But Very basically, cool. it's um, one of those things that, um, yeah, it's one of those. And then, um, of course, on top of that, um, yeah, there's all these little things that you're kind of looking for. It's really much critiquing and, and comparing lenses yeah, yeah, to one yeah. another as well. And everything is in preparation to save some time on set. So yeah. you get straight into it. You know exactly. what you're doing. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So Absolutely. I, I guess that's the process, right? Yeah, Have I exactly. missed out on anything? No, no. The, no. Thing, the thing that I've learned to love about filmmaking, filmmaking as a whole, is like, yeah, once we get there and make the final product and that's out there and that's something you've made and stuff yeah. like that, the thing I've fallen in love with is the process and that's it's what everybody process, says definitely. about things that they do in life you fall in love with the process mm. and then you just keep striving towards that goal and then once you achieve it not start again but like you know work on the next one and just fall in love all yeah. over again with that process and like every set of project that you work on is different you know despite it being the same process yeah. so to say you learn something all the time and um, there's always a reason for you to look forward to a new project 100%. exactly you know what I mean and um, perfect yeah it's 
Yeah, example for this one. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Just got goosebumps. The last, <laughs> the last question. I guess I'll yeah. ask you, Josh, and if yep. you can give us a overall wrap on this. Um, of course. What are your hopes for this film? What, what What are the things you want to make sure you convey, and what do you want to see come out of the final product? I think, from and I guess for my own personal yeah. sake, it's um, being able to look back on this project and know that I put the most and did the most that I could do. Mm. I think it's something that I've lacked in the past with my projects. I feel like every project that I've come off previously, there's always like, oh, what could have been? I could have done this better. I could have been more assertive. I could have been more of this. But I think with this project itself, it's a it's a personal project of mine. It's a personal, I guess, yep. goal of mine to, to give it my all. Of course, it's a, it is a very lengthy process. At times, I, I highly agree that the work in the film industry is romanticized. So there it is, is a whole another side where, you know, you deal with stress, a lot of stress and, and there's a lot of mental blocks and it's a really Breakdowns as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, 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 a, yeah, it's, it's a lot, lot of it. And uh, I remember one of my um, workmates told me this, like um, people who work in the film industry, they're either, if you don't, you know, if you don't love what you're doing, then you're not in it because of course yeah. the amount of you're going you know, to get eaten a lot literally it's really you better get thrown into the deep end yeah and you really have to learn in your own so i guess that's the main thing being able to kind of make sure that i, I give it my all yep um know that it's not just a project that i can only do if that makes sense like know that i have people around me like you know yourselves um camera department yep set design anyone in the production because i think you, you get in a mindset at times where you think oh okay i gotta just do this all my own i gotta do this gotta do that yep i gotta make sure this is okay because yep. you think at the time you think you're benefiting the team when in reality you're slowing things down yeah, so being sure. able to kind of also be selfless is something that i'm kind of aiming Looking towards and mad. yeah that's that what it is that was yeah. beautiful Ooh, beautifully yeah. put yeah. Man. and yeah. i just want to you know the last thing is wish you both luck because this is the last time we will um speak to you and you like the, everything before yeah. the set so austin final thoughts before the set next week before we wrap this up <sighs> this process has been one of the most challenging things of my life yeah. it has also been one of the best things of my life because you know made a connection with teague um it's all been made possible since we started this podcast as well um and to the people that have been sending me messages and stuff like that to get to where we are now mm. is something that i'm still like waiting to wake up from yeah you know what i mean exactly like so i'm gonna get pinched awake and then be like oh fuck it was all a dream kind of thing but the fact mm. that it's reality is just amazing and like i can't wait and there might be a bit sentiment sentimental here but like like i can't wait to show my family Mm-hmm. That I pursued this and yeah. like you've done it, mate. This is something no, I've done. Like I yeah. think, and that's the thing is like I, th- I feel like you know they'll be proud. So I can. Yeah, I man. think that's what I'm feeling. Yeah, Very sentimental well. towards this whole thing. So. Nah, yeah. mate. Look, <laughs> boys. I've no doubt that you're gonna fucking smash this. Yeah, one so. day of shooting can't be that hard, yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's a joke. Joke. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Everything in yeah. one take. You know, yeah, what everything. Yeah, everything exactly. goes right. <laughs> Nothing exactly. goes wrong. Nothing goes wrong. That's what oh, I said to mean? Lucas as well. I was like, "What yeah. do you mean, bro? It's a film set. Everything <laughs> runs smoothly." There you go. Well, I'm sure we'll get you one in the future. One hundred percent. We will. We will. I'm not too sure. <coughs> who we're going to get on for, you know, the kind of rundown on what happened on the set. Because I'm guessing that is also going to be the next episode of this podcast. We're not going to yeah. see you for two weeks. Yeah, um, exactly. We'll go out next week. Um, so, yeah, guys, I'm... I wish you luck. You won't need it. You have prepared the fuck out of it. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Hopefully it's all good. Boys... Yeah. <laughs> 
Good luck. Guys, you know where to find us. Instagram, TikTok, the pre-prod pod, uh, YouTube, Apple Podcast, the pre-production meeting, Spotify as well. Teague, thank you very much for coming. No worries. Thank you for having me. The most insightful podcast. Yeah, of course. Of course. (laughs) So, um, boys, thank you so much. And Austin, pleasure as always, my friend. All good. Pleasure. Pleasure. Let's tie a little bow on this episode. Let's go. And uh, we'll see you guys in two weeks. We'll see you two on set next week. And um, thanks for listening. We'll catch up. Exactly. Peace. Peace.